0: Welcome to the Good Shepherd Weekly. This is Matt Murphy. This past Sunday was the first Sunday in June, which also happened to be my son's birthday. And it it was and is and will be D-Day. I mentioned this in the service and maybe in the second service. I'm not sure if I did in the first, actually. I think I might have forgotten because I was trying to sing happy birthday to my son with everybody there. But I did express, when I mentioned it, my gratitude for these warriors, these soldiers who stormed the strongholds of the enemy in Normandy. I mean, this effort seemed insane to some, or maybe to many, because of the strategy involved as they ran across the beaches with the enemy raining fire down on top of them. But it was absolutely necessary, and it was a bold move, and ultimately led to great victory. Isn't that like our warrior king, Jesus Christ? He did what would seem crazy to many to leave the presence of heaven and his father and come to the earth, but it was totally necessary to save the souls of mankind and secure for us an even greater victory. It's also what he does through us for others as believers, as his sons and daughters, as warriors with his armor On, We stormed the gates of Hades to rescue souls and snatch them out of the fire, like it says in Jude. We know that it's necessary because we've experienced it ourselves. And sometimes it seems crazy, even to us. And it definitely challenges our own peace. I mean, can you imagine how these soldiers in Normandy felt right before they stepped out of those boats onto that beach? I mean, just the intensity, the emotions, everything, and how that possibly or more than likely only increased as they ran toward the cliffs with enemy fire raining on them and and their fellow soldiers, but they did not give up. And I believe peace was a huge reason they remained faithful to this task, even in the heat of battle. So this is a good segue into the message from this past Sunday called peace. I talked about how we can experience peace with God through faith in Christ, Romans 5. We looked at a familiar passage in Philippians chapter 4 where Paul says in the latter part of verse 5 that the Lord is at hand or the Lord is near. And this, I believe, is the key to not letting anxiety and worry be burdensome, be overwhelming. We don't have to let anxiety and stresses control our minds and our actions. We can really trust the Lord that He is near. And this prompts, this inspires our prayers, And so we can give thanks for his nearness and faithfulness, past, present, and future. That's why he says, pray with thanksgiving. So this is how his peace fills our minds and fills our hearts and then acts as a guard or a defense to future anxiety, future doubt, future anger, or anything else that would cause chaos or instability. So right now I want to look at Ephesians, I'm sorry, not Ephesians, Philippians chapter 4. But I want to move on from six and seven and read verses eight and nine as a very practical, tangible way that we can experience God's peace consistently, like on a daily basis and powerfully. So Paul says, verse eight, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So he's saying, think on these things that are true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, worthy of praise, And how do we know what those things even mean? Well, we have to look into the word. We have to examine the scriptures to see what meets that criteria concerning the Lord. Like, what are those things in his sight to him? And as we learn and recognize those things, and then we can think on those things. And that in itself challenges the anxiety and the stress that we typically think about, the fear that we kind of lay hold of when it's right upon us. And so he goes on in verse nine, he says, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, That, that means that he was very much involved in their lives and they were around him, around Paul, watching and observing and listening. He says, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. So here, he doesn't just say the peace of God. He says the God of peace. Same thing, but he's stressing that God is the peace. And so as you think on these things, you're able to put them into practice, which is truly the essence of faithful obedience. And as you walk in the peace that you know you have in Christ, you can experience his peace as you walk, and you can give thanks for him and for his peace. And so... I want to do that right now. Just pray for us that we would experience his peace and practice these things so that the God of peace will be with us, will be with you, with me. So, Lord, thank you for your peace. Thank you for your peace that passes our understanding and really does deliver us from anxiety and stress and fear. It's not that we won't experience these things or be tempted to dwell on them, but you truly do. Give us the power in Christ through the Holy Spirit to think on things above and not on things below. So help us to do that today, Lord. All these things honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, worthy of praise let us think on those things. Let us search out what those things are and how we can think on those things. Really, it's your kingdom. And as we do that, God, help us to put into practice what we know, what we believe in you and about you and what you've called us to do and we trust as we walk in faith and walk even in your peace that your continual peace will be with us and will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus so thank you Lord for that we love you so much and we thank you for being a God of peace in Jesus name amen hey God bless you have a great rest of the day walk in his peace and we'll see you soon